<laughs> Welcome to the Cravecast, everyone. I'm your host, Eric Mack, and I'm joined by Stephen Beecham, Tanya Gonzalez, and Kate- Caitlin Petrakovitz, right? Petrakovitz. It was fine. Well, it was, it was a valiant effort. Yeah, it was a valiant effort. And, and the Crave Master Leslie Katz is and also the in the studio there, joining <laughs> us in the CNET studios in San Francisco. And also via the magic of Skype from California's Central Valley, I think, it's Jeff yep. Sparkman. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome, everyone. Uh, and as always, if you want to join in the conversation, uh, we've got chat rooms going on uh, live stream, our live stream channel. What's the best way for them to find that, Stephen? It's uh, livestream.com slash CNET. New.livestream.com slash CNET slash GOT for Game of Thrones. There we go. There you go. Got that, everyone? <laughs> it's a long one. We're also yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. If you want to tweet us at Crave, uh, we're also keeping an eye on that. If you've got any questions or comments, you know, just want to join in the conversation. Feel free. I they went live in my hometown of Taos, New Mexico, and the offices of the award-winning Taos News, my hometown newspaper, former employer. Uh, and today, obviously, we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones. Um, but did you know that part of the world of Westeros uh, originates right here in small town, USA, Taos, New Mexico? Well, you would have if you've been reading TaosNews.com, where you'll find uh, this interview. If you got the link there, Stephen. Uh, there's an interview in the paper here in my hometown with uh, one of my neighbors here in Taos, 92-year-old Robert Fletcher, uh, who is a legendary designer. And he's actually the guy responsible for the look of Klingons. Uh, he worked with Gene Roddenberry himself. He's got a new book out called A Trunk Full of Yak Hair or How the Klingons Got Their Looks. Uh, and Fletcher, even though he's 92 years old, he isn't the type to completely retire and these days, he actually still does some sketches uh, for the costume department at Game of Thrones. Um, so you can read all about Fletcher right there at TausNews.com. And I think I probably just gave myself an assignment uh, to look into the full story behind this guy and you the Klingon story. Yeah, <laughs> you did. So, so anyway, let's let's jump right into the battle for the Iron Throne. Um, we've got our resident Westeros guru, Caitlin Caitlin Petrakovitz. Petrakovitz. I'm going to screw that up all day. Petra meow meow. Yeah, okay, that works. <laughs> that works. Um, no she did an amazing right. guide to the uh, fifth season for us, including uh, a really nice wrap-up of season four. Um, and then we've also got, uh, I think all the rest of us are fans, except for uh, Jeff, who's kind of more or less a total Game of Thrones noob, am I right? Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of it at all. Ooh. Okay. Oh, well, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited for you. <laughs> You're gonna go into this whole world. <laughs> we'll school you. We'll school you. Don't worry. We have a lot to look forward to oh, and to keep track. So of. I think it's, it's a roller coaster. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's only fair to uh, get Jeff caught up uh, by watching Caitlin's uh, amazing two-minute summary of the last season. Uh, we throw that on right now, and then how about after we watch this, we'll we'll allow you to get one or. Uh, one or two or three questions to to help that we can answer to help you get up to speed, Jeff, and then you should be completely caught up. Okay, I'm cool. sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all the take. All that's the all Game the of Thrones. <laughs> Solid. Okay, here we go. Game of Thrones season five is starting, and you probably need a memory refresher on who did what, where, and who died last season. To help, we're going to recap all the major season four events in two minutes. Sansa's taken to the Eyrie by Littlefinger. She's freaked out by her cousin and annoyed at the creepy uncle routine. And then Lysa falls through the moon door. And now Sansa's Lady of the Veil. So what will that make Littlefinger? At Marine, 
Daenerys frees the slaves and sends his Darzo Lorak back to Yunkai. She's betrayed by Jorah Mormont, and in the end, she has to lock up her dragons. So sad. After the Red Wedding, Arya goes on a buddy comedy adventure with the Hound, and when they run into Brienne and Pod, she leaves the Hound for dead, and now she's Valar Morghulist her way onto a ship bound for Braavos. After Tyrion's wed off to Sansa, he's accused of killing his nephew, and boy does his sister want him dead. So he's locked up till the Viper fights the mountain, and then his brother helps him escape, only instead he kills his love Shay, oh, and his dad, before climbing on a ship with Varys. Newly fitted with a golden hand, the Kingslayer watches Joffrey die in front of him. Then he gives Brienne his Valerian steel, not that one, perv, so she can find Sansa. And then, from his sister, frees his brother who kills his father, and man, that'll really mess you up, huh? Yes. Despite her twin's safe return, Cersei's thrown by Jaime's stump. Then the death of her son makes her want blood, so she blames Tyrion, hates Marjorie Tyrell, and threatens her father. But in the end, she loves Jaime, so naturally they hook up again. Basically, Bran's been traveling with the Reeds the whole time, and Hodor. And he's projecting himself into animals, and Hodor. Magically seeing the past and future, and discovering his award. Then he finally makes it to the north, and a weirwood, and lo and behold, there's the prophetic three-eyed raven. At Castle Black, Jon Snow knows the Free Folk are coming, but can't get anyone to believe him. Then Mance Raider does attack, and Jon's true love is killed, and Stannis Baratheon swoops in from the north. And, as promised, here's who's dead. Or at least, we think so. Joffrey Lannister. I mean, Baratheon. Lysa Arryn. Prince Oberyn Martell, Brennan Pip, Ygritte, Jojen Reed, The Hound, maybe, Shay, and the crappiest death, Tywin Lannister. That's it. I'm Caitlin, and you're nice. all caught up for season five on HBO. Well done, Caitlin. And using Valor Margulis as a verb, very impressive. <laughs> The amazing part is she did all that without notes. She was actually asleep. And, uh... <laughs> she was. She always talks that fast. So uh, Jeff, I wanted sense, it to be right? faster, but they were like, listen, oh, yeah, we can much. hardly understand you, so <laughs> slow down. My favorite that of last season was Joffrey, like big time. I was, yeah. I was really looking forward to that I think that was a good one for everyone. I think that was a really good one for everyone. Sorry, Jeff, questions. Go. Okay, so if you were going to give me a reason to start watching this, uh, knowing me, what, what would be the biggest reason for me to start watching Hella innuendos. <laughs> yeah. Innuendos. <laughs> See? Exactly. I think, I think <laughs> He's in. Yeah, I'm sold. He's in. We're yeah. good. <laughs> I'm on board. Uh, it, I think it has a beautiful, the beautiful script. I think the script writing, if you like, you know, if you're a writer and if you like to uh, read, pretty much you will enjoy um, this, the whole beautiful trip that they take you into the vocabulary and the language, the way that they really make that connection when they use the words and the way they answer each other is just it's beautifully done i think it is really it's very well written it to the point though where i sometimes watch with the captions on (laughs) i do that too (laughs) just so that you know you get a little more or if you don't really understand what's happening or what you miss a certain section because a lot of times they're secreting away in little corners you know I'd say also knowing how much you like escapism, Jeff, that it really transport you to, transports you to another world. But there are a lot of real human emotions there. You know, there's fear, love, betrayal, hubris. Um, such hubris. Rela- such so much. Such hubris. So much hubris. <laughs> um, well, and the production values are extremely oh. high. It's like watching a movie every week. Yeah. It is. Definitely. And I mean, you're, you're a fan of the Star Wars canon, Jeff. So and it's really the same thing. It's just Star Wars collided with Rumspringa. I mean, it's, it's basically <laughs> Amish. It's Amish Star Wars. 
Oh, if you throw in some gratuitous nudity, I am so there. Done. There's oh, a lot of done. nudity. That's a it. Lot. A lot of nudity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. A lot of the sex. highlight of my day was hearing Leslie say boobies. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here, you guys. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. Do you guys? I feel like since the first couple of seasons, and I don't mean this as a complaint or to be creepy, although I'm sure it'll come across that way anyway. But it feels like the nudity has actually decreased while they've uh, they've had to focus on killing more people over the recent seasons. Does that seem right? It right. is yeah. interesting. I also well, heard I, that the Khaleesi was not into getting naked anymore on the show, so that was a, that was she a controversy. Only I did heard. it once, I think. <laughs> once no, or twice. No, she did it like at the uh, at the beginning. I remember the first time we seen. She like, only we, yeah was much, in the tub. Was, yeah, yeah. She was pretty much naked, and yeah. then you see her like with that like tr- like see through gown. Out, well, I know? mean, when you think about it, they're all on the younger side. The ones who like playing Daenerys and Kit Harrington and. They're on the younger side. I wonder how old they actually are. Hmm. And that, that's kind of part of the, there's like a feminist storyline going on there, right? Because Cal Drogo's gone now and she's like seizing her power. Mm-hmm. So, she, I mean, there's a there's no need for gratuitous nudity anymore because Cal Drogo's not around to demand it, I suppose. I don't know. No, but as as we're seeing her develop her relationship with like oh, Dario Naharis and oh, that's true that's true we're, we're starting to, her to get her of the names it's very impressive I got a lot of crap on it actually in the comments <laughs> oh, from did. people I was like listen <laughs> I don't have an accent I'm saying it the way I've read it in my brain in the book I'm saying can't tell me there's a wrong way yeah that's true I mean George R. R. Martin probably could but whatever <laughs> you said it with an American accent yeah that's all that's the only <laughs> difference you guys I tried my hardest <laughs> well I'm happy to report that with season five, uh, we've now had uh, two – we're two episodes in. Last night was the second uh, episode of season five. And for the first time in five years, I'm uh, actually watching it legally. Um, so I, I'm, I'm pretty excited you know, because they had uh, – I'm watching it on Sling TV actually. I added HBO there and um, so I'm actually paying for my own HBO for the first time as an adult and it, it almost feels good. Nice. That's almost. so grown almost. up of you. <laughs> You're such an adult. I, I always watch it um, on, like on demand whenever I feel like it. Um, and I did not watch Sunday episode. Mm-mm, I'm going to watch it uh, two, no, back by one after the other. On Sunday. Oh, back to back uh, with the back next one. Back, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Sorry, my Spanish gets in my mind. That scares <laughs> me. It happens. It happens. That totally scares me. I have to watch it the night of because I know everyone's going to talk about it the next day. So, yeah. You know, I get <laughs> so nervous. And I have to stay away from Twitter and, you know. So I everyone can't. here's up to date except Tanya and I, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not up to date. I saw the first How do you episode. feel about and minor Jeff. spoilers? Oh, it's fine. We can handle them. Yeah, I can handle them. This episode was much more engaging than the first one. Really? Too. Yeah. The first one, you got yeah. a whole load of information that had to be covered, and we moved the plot forward really fast in one episode. But in this episode, we got more Daenerys... More Arya. I was going to ask. Ooh, okay, nice. Arya. Yeah. The return of Jacques and Hagar. Oh, nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Any better sense of where Sansa might be headed? No. Ish. But we okay. see a lot of her in the episode, uh, too. Okay. I feel like she's getting more, more you know. She's just, getting into she's, the She's fold. getting more witty and smart it. about it. And she's, yeah, I think she's, she's yeah. I mean, I really think that she's. Growing up, and we've seen a really good change in her, especially as she's been with Littlefinger. She's very smart and very strategic. She's, yeah, she's gotten, she's learned, it took her a few years, but she learned to think before she speaks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She totally did. 
And I was surprised that she actually like backed up Littlefinger. I was not, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. And now she's like totally manipulating him. She's yeah, like, totally. you definitely, you'll enjoy the second episode. It has a really good scene with Sansa and Littlefinger. Um, it's good. There, I don't want to. <laughs> it's good. Do you, are there certain characters or storylines that like keep you guys hooked more than others that keep you coming back or that you want to, you are mo- more interested in? Yeah, definitely. For me, like, I love Arya. I really think <laughs> she's, like, a wonderful character. And Daenerys, like, those are my favorite characters. Isn't Daenerys kind of everyone's favorite storyline? I, I feel like, you know, the whole Mother of Dragons thing, like, is anyone, like, not really just... I mean, you kind of see it coming, her ascension to the to the throne. And I haven't read the books, but, you know, that's certainly where I would like to see it go. Isn't, and isn't everyone rooting for that? Yeah. I'd like to see Brienne Squire be, um, take over the Iron Throne, frankly. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be an interesting twist. I feel like I love Daenerys, but I wouldn't mind her having a little bit of a sense of humor, just cracking a smile or a joke now and then. Maybe that's too much to ask for someone in her position. But I think she feels see. very thrust into the limelight and almost like she can't be that person. Like mm-hmm. she can't be that childish person because she has to be a queen and she has to be the mother and she has yeah. to rule and There's to let it, let her emotion show it's too risky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It opens her up a lot to her enemies is mm-hmm. what I think she feels. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, the fact that, uh, what happened with the dragons, you know, when she mm-hmm. went in back, back into the cave and she saw the dragons, I think that's going to really pro- uh, probably impact her because I think that now she's like, she's, losing you know the dragons that she's the mother of dragons and then she you know her decision we pretty much put the dragons against her yeah because they're like mad at her because she chained them and put them in a cave Mm -hmm. like really like who well i don't understand you don't have like a dragon trainer that like gives you tips (laughs) this is you don't know don't do this with your dragons she should have googled that i know she totally should have i'm sorry i mean um in the premiere episode uh, what's his face told her? A dragon queen with no dragons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not Using a queen. It's not a queen. Right? You can't he call made... yourself that exactly. if you don't have any. And so, so she needs to like start stop losing her like well like I think she's connection letting to them. Yeah. yeah, I think she's letting her like hear fear of them because they're huge things. I'm like don't I don't blame her. You know honestly, but I, I think... thought it was interesting to see her fear when she opened. That cave question mark she was prison back prison. up yeah I think it was interesting to see her fear even though she's like I'm their mother they would never harm me they're my children and now she's like oh, oh god what have I done I know I think they're she big. notices the first time when um when they killed the uh, the goat oh yeah the child the, chi- oh, the and goats the, and the child and the child yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was a the, huge turning point yeah. for her I think when you know he like snap at her like that mm. drogon 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 yeah he you can't like, say it if you don't have an accent it doesn't no. come out right i'm sorry drogon? i'm sorry guys i tried my hardest what about you jeff uh from the the two minutes you just watched and picking up bits and pieces off the internet like what uh are there any characters or parts of it that are, seem intriguing yeah um i don't know it's it's hard to pick because it just seems like there's just so much stuff going on. And it's it's like, you know, like jumping into like all my children in the middle of a season and then just trying to, you know, I'm always going to be going for Erica Kane, but you know, 
there's all the new characters and stuff like that. So I don't know. I I just I, I'm kind of excited because now I have something new to uh, obsess about. What would you have to drop in order to take on Game of Thrones and fit it into your schedule, or can you fit it in with all your other? I don't know. Um, Jeff has a lot. <laughs> Jeff has a lot. Second, I'm, probably only to me. <laughs> yeah, well, plus I've been like trying to catch up too. Uh, I am all caught up on Flash, by the way. Um, um, Congrats, well, you're the if one. I had like a I social know. life. I would probably have to drop that. I honestly, fortunately, <laughs> it's not so much of a problem. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I just got to stay awake. I basically I'll be eating it in my nap time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a huge compromise. Naps on naps on naps. 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 <laughs> that's why he's not in, if I don't get my naps. Not in the office. Jeff, you're cranky even if you get your naps. Okay, let's let's be honest. Well, here. Okay, well, yeah, I can't really argue that actually. I wouldn't have any issues dropping Flash. I they didn't really hook me at all. I love uh, Kavanaugh though. Well, <laughs> I love him. I've loved him since he. Was, what was that TV show called? Was Ed? that Ed? Ed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so the key the key question for Game of Thrones, I think, before we get into uh, um, Star Wars and J.J. Abrams, is what does Game of Thrones uh, have to do to wrap itself up nicely and not kind of become the next Lost? Sorry, J.J., um, that for a lot of people, including me, kind of fell apart at the end. I mean, totally how I mean, does this finish strong like Breaking didn't Bad? Didn't Game of Thrones like, just set, like, here's how many seasons we're going to have? Didn't they say we're going to have X number so. of seasons? Yeah, I think there's a fixed number. They were like, we're going to have yeah. seven seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something so like you better wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to wrap Deal up. with that emotionally as you all want to. I think it's going to, I don't know. I really, there are so many unanswered questions. Yeah. So many. I think it's going to be a complicated one to wrap, especially if they want to keep the high quality scripting that they are doing so far. And without amazing special effects. I don't know. I really, I think it's interesting too, because George R. R. Martin came out and said that in his winds of winter in the sixth book, he's already, he's making some decisions and changes to his storyline that they've already prevented themselves from doing in the show. So like certain writing directions they've taken in the show, he's kind of changing in the books. So it'll be interesting to see how the two separate. They said that we would get more separation this season. And we have, we've gotten a lot more, like some characters are way ahead of where we would have ever seen them. And others are still in what book three or something. So I think that'll be most interesting for those of us who follow and continue and read the books, too. Yeah, I don't think they can depend on old George uh, very much at all. Uh, that guy that guy lives in New Mexico, and he, he's everywhere. He, he opened a theater down in Santa Fe, and he does all kinds of charity stuff. And that, that dude is straight procrastinating. I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he knows where <laughs> To his going. credit, though, he did say he was, like, canceling a lot of appearances and not writing for the show now, and he's going to actually try and finish his book. Please. Come on, George. Didn't we believe. Was, didn't he also say it was going to suck this season? Or, or am I? Did I read a headline that said he he announced it was going to suck or something? Or he's apologizing to Game of Thrones fans? Am Ooh. I wrong? I don't know. I thought I saw that somewhere. I did not. Eric, since you live in New Mexico, maybe you should follow him around and do like a photo a gallery of all the things he's doing instead instead of, of writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's got plenty of people following him around in in, in an array of costumes. Yes. I would imagine. Oh my god! <laughs> we okay. follow those people around too. The big great gallery. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great gallery. Great. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> it's all relative. Well, I mean, I wonder if in in wrapping it up, maybe the one mistake would be to try to actually tie everything up too neatly. It almost seems like you could get really bogged down in trying to wrap everything up. Uh, You know, maybe you just have 
you know, one one hero ascends to the throne and everyone else dies. I don't know. And that's actually another question. Would you be satisfied uh, if one of the more evil characters kind of wound up on top in the end? No. How could they um, not? Yeah, that's what I, it seems to be heading that way, right? I mean, how could yeah. they not? Think about his entire writing style and yeah. how he's like, yeah, I mean, I could write a book that's perfect fantasy, but that wouldn't be realistic. That's true. So if somebody great, perfect, lovely ends up on the throne, kind of seems like a cop out at this point. We've come this far. Yeah. Just go all the way, George. <laughs> cool. it, it would be interesting to see. And has anyone read all the books? Yeah. You have okay, all right. So no spoilers there, but I'd, I'd be interested in in seeing like Daenerys, you know, kind of wind up uh, master of the kingdom, but maybe she's grown a little more evil in the process. That could, that would be an interesting way to go. About I think it. she's already mm-hmm. grown evil, right? Yeah, I th- I'm so- it, it is. <laughs> she you has can to see, toughen you, up. Yeah, yeah. You can see her. You know her, the way that she rules. It's very yes. Yeah, like everybody's gonna die. <laughs> it's like. Okay, <laughs> you are embracing your inner queen really interestingly. Yeah, the last that's episode. That's what happens when you don't get naps. <laughs> yes, that's why napping is Same. so important, Jeff. <laughs> Stephen, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say in the last episode, she you know she flexed her muscle, but she made a big mistake at the same time. So did she though? Did she? She did. Did she? Yeah. We'll Come see. on. The whole, the whole, everyone turned on her in the last scene. That's not because she made a mistake. It's because when you try and institute blind justice, you're gonna make enemies. Of course, you're yeah, gonna a- anger some people. But if she didn't do what she did, she would have angered the other half exactly. of the population. That's true. And I just think that on her quest for true justice, it's gonna be really difficult for her to. Learn who her true friends are. Make sure that she knows what she wants, which she doesn't yet. She's with, still, yeah. you know, taking into account other people's stuff and other people's opinions and listening to them. And but do you think after you know that what happened? Do you think she's going to try to do that again? She, do you think she'll pull the same thing? Um, she like learned from that. Obviously, she's. What do you think? Oh, she they're learned? trying to stone her to death that she's leaving. You know. What do you think she learned from it? I think she learned that she shouldn't publicly execute people like that i don't know <laughs> denarius is straight up abraham lincoln man she better watch her back yeah. no, <laughs> she's abraham lincoln um yeah I, do, I honestly as fan favorite as she is and as great a character as she is i just don't know if she's going to survive the series yeah me either because that's that that was a good one straight up lincoln, <laughs> yeah, straight up lincoln. <laughs> that was good eric that was good <laughs> Especially because her own dragons are not in her on her side anymore. I mean, that's a big thing. Are they? Are they? Are they not? Are they? It's very ambiguous at this point. Hmm. <laughs> a bigger question is: Where is the other dragon? Who are Jon Snow's parents, you guys? Oh, who are Jon Snow's <laughs> I don't know. I just well, I did know. get to see a little of uh, Jon Snow's um, world uh, last uh, few weeks ago when I was in Iceland. We did a tour of uh, a bunch of the locations. They shot a lot of the the lands beyond the wall and the, like the Wildlings camp. We went and toured all those. They're actually on Crave right now. Um, and I got to say, while I was in Iceland, it was colder <laughs> than what it looks like in the uh, in the show. I actually learned – I went to some of the places where they, they filmed some of the winter scenes. And um, the people around there will tell you, like, when they filmed, there wasn't actually snow there. So some of the scenes where they're running through a blizzard, that's steam. 
from one of the hot springs from some of the geothermal stuff. <laughs> oh my so, God. But, but while I was there, there was snow. So, so winter is so already coming. It's so, is, there. it's so there. Winter has arrived. Yeah. Winter has arrived and it stayed this year in Iceland for sure. Eric, wow. when you went to those locations, were there signs saying what exactly was filmed there or anything like that? No, but the um, – not there, but you can find stuff on the web like you know the um, Iceland Tourism Board and the Iceland Film Board. They, they, they'll give you maps of where everything has been filmed and there's a ton of stuff that's been filmed there like Interstellar mm-hmm. and Noah and um, Batman Begins and whole, a whole lot of stuff you wouldn't expect has been filmed there. So you can kind of go around and check it out. Do they have organized tours of Game of Thrones locations? They do. There's uh, the tour companies have have several. <laughs> they must. They Not surprising. Must, right? Your yeah. photos were beautiful. Yeah, Thanks. so pretty. Totally, like the whole country's beautiful. It's uh, all you got to do is all you do is press a button. Uh, but it's a it's a beautiful country. So it's it's tough not to get good photos. <laughs> so any any final thoughts on Game of Thrones before we move on to um, uh, Jeff's home home field advantage here with uh, the Star Wars trailer? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, you got that, uh, the new trailer. Are you going to play it and then run out of the room, Stephen? Or what? No, no, I've, I've watched it. I've watched <laughs> it like 10 okay. times. I know. Okay, here we go. Only 10? Is <laughs> <laughs> it playing? There it goes. There it goes. I remember the tweet like it was yesterday. <laughs> when my son saw this, he's two years old, he went, Star Wars! <laughs> He knew from the font. I was so proud. I, Aww. Nice. <laughs> You're doing good, Stephen. Look at how beautiful. And then... And look at the crashed. Oh, my yeah. God, I know. Star Destroyer. The force is strong in my family. <laughs> Father has it. I have it. My sister has it. You have that power too. Tony gets a little emotional every time we watch it. I know, I do, I do. (laughs) With good good reason, though. She wrote a wonderful piece about that. It's so good. It just, I don't know, I'm just so happy (laughs) to see Chewie and Han Solo. And I don't know, it's amazing. Why did that ending get you so emotional, Tanya? The Han Chewie part. Uh, I think it's like, you know, like I said it on on the piece, uh, it's because it kind of like, you know, flooded me with a bunch of memories of my childhood, you know, like. Um, back in Mexico, we didn't really have, I don't remember like having a lot of, um, you know, it was, there was not, no Game Boys or Nintendo was not that big yet. 
and we uh, used to use a lot of our imagination, you know, to play. And me and my brother created all these plots, you know, like we had this amazing imagination and creativity. And uh, we use our house and we transform it all the time. So, like I said, like we use the you know room six to be lightsabers, and we like totally got <laughs> into it. And and then I start remembering all these stories. Yeah. That we created, you know, he, he and I. And we made, uh, oh, this room is going to be the sand color or, you know, we were, <laughs> we were in hot. We like, I don't know. You know, like we change it. Oh, no, there's snow right now. So you need to like play it out. Like, it's hard to walk, you know. We totally did. And then my dog always got involved with the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he played different characters. Uh, the, the ones that he played the most was... um. R2-D2, Arturito in Mexico, like Arturito. I said. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I think um, the whole um, flashback, you know, into this things that you forget because the time goes by and, you know, you don't really think about how did, uh, you know, Han Solo is going to look right today, you yeah. know? You don't really think about it because, you know, the movie's over. So it brought you back uh, to when you were first a Star Wars fan. Yes, it brought me back to being like a little child the first mm-hmm. time I saw it. And I totally believed it. I totally, <laughs> I did, there was no knowledge of that was this impossible or special effects or his makeup. I was like, oh my God, this is happening in a, you know, in galaxy, galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so and, and Tanya, did you, um, did you miss the, um, like the episode one through three, the ones that came out uh, in the late 90s? Were you like in school? Did you catch those when they came out? I totally did. I totally, I was obviously, I, you know, made lines to buy, you know, tickets for the premieres. I was, it was very. God, I, I remember lining up for those movies. Oh my God, yeah. it was so exciting. <laughs> like, you know, to get all dressed up, to go with your friends, you know, to, no, to do I it. But... I totally did. I was, yeah, I totally <laughs> went all crazy on it. Uh, and, you know, I think at the time I was so hyped, I didn't really. I don't know. I did miss a lot of the main characters. I, there was something that was it didn't connect, like Star Wars. Uh, but the first one wasn't that bad for me. The first one, except for I'm not a huge fan of Jar Jar Binks, and I rewatched it. Is anyone? <laughs> There's people that may like it. I don't know, but I just think I, you know, rewatching it. It's like, oh my god, he's so annoying. He's so annoying. <laughs> like personally, I really don't. I didn't really didn't like it. But it has you know good things that I I enjoyed, uh, like. Okay, I love the pod racer, the pod racer scene. Like, I really like the whole scene, of, you know, them racing. And obviously, you know, um, Darth Maul fighting <laughs> at the end with um, with Obi Wan. It's ridiculously amazing that you know lightsaber scene with the fight. It's one of my favorites. But then we get to the second one, and oh my goodness, how Disney can that, that was like, please, why do they do the romantic? story that was the whole that was really hard to watch for me i like i honestly just like stood up and left because i was like this is not this is not what star wars was you know like especially when you remember han solo and leia being all you know like that uh, annoying uh, guy that likes you when you're in high school that bothers you all the time that was wasn't it that like totally like han solo and leia is like you, I love you. I know. <laughs> you know, like you know, he, he like constantly bugging her. <laughs> it's a classic line, obviously. So I, I did think that they went very, very Disney on the second tri- trilogy. I really didn't. You know, you watch it and you kind of like, okay, you know, it's cool. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. 
but nothing like the first. Not beloved. Like, no, no, no. Like the first, especially, I even, you know, this weekend, obviously, I got all nostalgic and I went back and I saw the the uh, first trilogy with, without, uh, you know, the HD part that it's not the new version that George Lucas did. It was like the original, you know, it still has parts that look like, you know, a <laughs> Z, <laughs> but it's still, it's, uh, that's how I remembered it. I didn't remember all these new characters that they added in the new remastered um, movies that they launched. Like, so, like, you know, I, I watch it like I watch it when I was, was eight years kid? old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so cool. And I am like, oh my God, I love R2. Like, that's my favorite character. Of all. Like, he is my favorite. I, I really think it's amazing the way that they made him speak so loud, you know, without speaking. With a little noises, and I don't know, he's such an important. He's a good communicator. He is a good communicator, and safe. Should run for office. (laughs) I will totally vote for (laughs) Archie. Might you better than What do you think? Oh, for sure. Oh, I was just like when when we were watching it when it when it first uh, debuted. I was just like because I didn't want to get sucked in again because you know like with the last trilogy, you know, episode one looked exciting Mm -hmm. when you saw the trailer. And then, you know, the movie starts and it's talking about talking about like, you know, taxes and trade corporations. <laughs> and I'm like, do I have to fill out a 1040? I mean, <laughs> so then so I just, you know, I was uh, very guarded. But by the time Han and Chewie showed up, I like you can even ask Caitlin, I was pretty much bouncing in my chair. Can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think with, I mean, with the return of, of Han and, and Chewie and the new droids and stuff, they're going to have to try pretty hard to, to screw it up. But it, it looks good. I'm excited. I'm not asking them to try hard to screw it up either. I would be happy if they didn't screw it up. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Don't try just on my account. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, everybody's a huge fan of Star Wars. Okay, I do have one question and... Some of you might laugh at me and you might think it's ridiculous. Go for it. But could Darth Vader be alive? Um, well, they kind That's of a like, tough one because he was in ghost form at the end yeah. of one of the movies too, right? Okay. Yeah. Along with uh, Yoda. So possibly okay. not. Yeah, he says has in the voiceover. <laughs> we see his mangled helmet. I understand. Yeah. Jeff was like, yeah, but like in the force, you don't die, like your spirit lives on. Yeah, he'll be a glowing character, possibly. And I was like, well, uh, again, this is J.J. Abrams, so he could just be be in purgatory. They did bring back Spock in Star Trek somehow, right? Oh, they kind of. Going back in time or something. J.J. loves time travel. Yes. That's true. (laughs) That's true. It can't happen. But I think that, you know, I don't remember when I was reading that they think that it's probably one of the kids you know the grandkids that's gonna turn dark that's you know that's one of the stuff that i was reading you know throw right. the way to the web <laughs> i was like oh my god okay so i don't understand staying away from trailers and i don't understand how people just like want to tune everything out but i won't read speculation about the movie exactly so like i'll watch the trailer and i want to know who the characters are steven i don't want to know who the characters are <laughs> however I won't read when they're like, here's what's going to happen, or here's what I think will happen in the new Star Wars. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Nothing you could say could come close to this movie. I just think it's, you know, it's the normal hype. You know, you're going to start, you know, you're going to see the images and you're going to create your own, you know, kind of like a way to piece your anxiety to watch I just it. wonder, too, how mad some of the people are going to be after it comes out. Oh, I know. 
Oh yeah, there's gonna be haters. There's always haters. Yeah. Sure, Stephen, have you seen the trailer? Oh you, yeah. You've, yeah. Oh, okay. I watched, so you I didn't watch it a bunch of times. I'm not avoiding the trailers. It's just he doesn't want to know Star, the extraneous information. There was a Star Wars celebration yeah. the other yeah. day. This giant, yeah. yeah. And they were they had all the characters and the three. They had three on. characters, Stephen. It was and only they were, three. And they were talking about what their part in the movie was. I was like, I don't want to hear it. La, they la, la, named la, la, their characters. That's it. They named them. No, but one of them were there, no. No, three. Just three. It was Trippio. We didn't even get full names. No, not the old. I'm not talking about original ca- oh. legacy characters. I'm just talking about like three of the new. Okay, yeah. Okay. And they were talking about oh, their, yeah, that was their like part it. in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I do in the film. I'm like, I don't. That's where I already They don't say this much. is what I do or where I go. Yeah, one of the guys was talking about it. And it, it made oh, me I mad. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I think Daisy Ridley. Oscar Isaac was not talking about where he goes. Daisy Ridley was like, hey. I'm this character, and here's what she is like. And they're like, okay, but... And she's like, that's well, all. You know, I like, when say. they reboot, like, a superhero that's... film, sometimes they use an unknown actor that no one knows, you know? So it kind of... It gives it more believability, too. You know what I mean? And then if you have all these actors that you already... I've already seen them on TV a hundred times. Like, it's just not gonna... I don't know. I, I know them as an actor, not as a Star Wars character. You know what I mean? That's Speaking just, of... Uh... So they're good actors, and you're blaming them for that? I'm no, 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 no. How dare you get work? You <laughs> star in one movie. Uh, we saw how that worked out with Hayden Christensen. Hint, not well. Yeah. Well, what about Ben Affleck? Are you excited? Yeah, about what about Ben Affleck? I was just going to... excited about I don't know. Guys, he's so beefy. He is. <laughs> is. I totally agree. He's huge for that. I know. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Oh, well, so, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're Tony needs a moment, here. you guys. I know, I need a moment. Where's your water? Your, drink your water. Drink your water. I know. It's cool down. I'm it's just cool thinking down. about Ben Affleck and then Henry Cavill. Oh my goodness uh, gracious. Please, oh, I don't even know how I'm going to survive that movie. She can't. Jeremy even. Irons could just talk over them, like staring at each other, and that would probably be enough. Mm-hmm. Love his voice. Yes, oh right? God, that was the best part of the trailer. That? Yeah, everybody right? was like, him as Alfred. Alfred oh, oh, God. Why, why don't we wrap things up with that it. trailer, Stephen? Yeah, I haven't even seen it. Okay. What? This is the first time I'm going to see this. It, I mean, it... here we go. I hope this is the right one. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It is. <laughs> Is it really surprising that the most powerful man in the world should be a figure of controversy? We, as a population on this planet, have been looking for a savior. We're talking about a alien whose very existence challenges our own sense of priority in the universe. Human beings have a horrible track record of Tragedy. following people of great power. power corrupts. And absolute power terror. corrupts absolute absolutely chaos. Maybe he's just a guy trying to do the right thing. You're better now, don't he's out of control. They brought their war here. No, they come from the sky. The world has been so caught up with what he can do that no one has asked what he should do. No, 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 no. That's how it starts. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. We're loving that mask.
ridiculous line. Can we agree about that? Yeah, we're totally good. The number of jokes that will be made about that line. (laughs) Infinite. (laughs) Infinite jokes. I wonder if there's memes. Oh, probably there must be already. (laughs) I just... I like the voiceovers and ah. the glimpses of characters as we hear everyone talking. Um, I, I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson, Charlie Rose, and uh, a few other people I recognized in there. Oh, that's cool. I didn't really. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know. I was. I Alfred. listened specifically for like characters <laughs> Jimmy, who were yeah. in it, so like yeah. you can clearly hear Holly Hunter. Yeah, I love Holly Hunter's voice. Oh, I know. It's just so fantastic. I want to see it just to hear her speak. <laughs> <laughs> And we still don't know who she plays in I the know. movie, mm-hmm. for sure. So, it'll be interesting. And then um, you can hear Jesse Eisenberg, too. Oh, yeah. I think Why I only not? recognize his voice wait. because I spent a lot of time watching Now You See Me recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, hmm. who is that? Hmm. I mean, I'm totally in. They seem to be pulling out all the uh, the production stops, uh, if, if nothing else. I'm not even a big comic book guy, but uh, I'm all in. What do you think, Jeff? I'm slightly so more Jeff cautious. Jeff looks a little bored. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, I was looking something up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, like when I saw when I saw Man of Steel, I did not leave the theater happy. Um, yeah, I, I don't love Zack Snyder. I don't. I just like Henry Cavill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like his. I, I totally love him. Style. I don't love how. His cinematography. I just, I don't love his work. But I, you'll see it. You'll see it, right? I'll go see it. Yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'm still going to go see it. I'll always go see the movie, if only because I know everyone will be talking about it. Yeah, and I feel like I can't really, uh, you know, piss and moan about it if I don't go see exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you got to know what you're complaining about. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. You got to have evidence. <laughs> it's like Twilight. If you're going to you be a good I only now. read or tried to read the book so that I knew how to insult people who liked it. It's, it's <laughs> I, I'm just you tried to read being the operative it's uh, worked fine for me <laughs> it was hard I also read it for the same reason and it was like oh I, I, I watched the movie it's exactly the same so thing so hard yeah it's so hard to get there it's like oh. but you gotta be informed you gotta yeah. be informed an informed complainer yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, gotta well, have a, last... you gotta have an opinion you gotta know what you're talking about I know in our last minute here, why don't we go around the horn really quick and uh, just pick the thing we're most looking forward to, movie, TV, series, whatever it might be, in the next uh, year. Oh my you want to start, oh Leslie? What? <laughs> I'd say I'm just looking forward to continuing to follow Game of Thrones. And hopefully we'll reconvene maybe like a little down the line and commiserate on where our characters have gone since, since now. I'm probably going to stick to Game of Thrones, of course, and uh, The Avengers. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. I'm really looking forward oh, to that. And by the way, um, Rich Trenholm in London, oh, who's yeah. a Crave writer, went to see it last night. Oh, nice. And his spoiler-free review will go up today at 2 p.m. Yep. Pacific time. So yeah, look for that. Yeah, Just very soon. Yeah. Counting down. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to read what he had to say oh, about me too, it. Me yeah. too. He seemed to he really enjoy it from his really, tweets and things. Yes, it seemed like he was really very excited. Oh, um, I, of course, am excited about all those things, but I... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I grew up a Bond girl. I oh my God, I am know. so excited for Spectre. Oh, right. my God. Spectre looks right. good, too. Yes, yes, wow. yes. I'm so excited. Boring. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I totally agree, agree with you. That's definitely the thing I'm looking forward to the most. And it's also very soon. 
Well, technically. And Mission Impossible 5. Oh. Don't judge me. Oh, yeah. Don't I'm judge me. You too. have to watch that. I am so excited. You have to watch I'm that. So excited. Me too. I have seen them all. <laughs> Not really great, all of them. You have to. You know, it's one so of those wrong. things. They're just fun. I know. Why not? Ding, right. ding, ding. Glad we're on ding, the same ding, page. Ding, ding. <laughs> 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 uh, I like God. I love the music. <laughs> what about uh, you guys, Stephen and Jeff? I might try out that Star Wars movie. It sounds like it might be kind of yes. cool. Oh, you think? That's Maybe. Def- definitely my pick, too, Star Wars. I'm most excited about that. You guys have a long time to wait. I know. Stay off the internet. for something like Stay off the internet. Hey, I've been waiting a long time for this already. I mean, yeah. they were talking about doing these when I was a kid. And yes, they had movies then. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, when I watched the Star Trek reboot with J.J. Abrams and the first shot is the Enterprise and you hear the ping, like that was oh. enough for me right there. I was like, yeah. oh! That's worth the ten dollars right there. The ping of the Enterprise. So JJ doing Star Wars. I can't wait. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I third that um, because uh, I, I think it could be a redemption story. We, oh. we can maybe forget the the last three and and put the the canon back on solid footing. And there's also there's uh, they also announced like kind of a an, uh, what's the one that's coming out like in 2016? There's like the in between story. Oh, there we. Oh, Rogue One. Oh. Rogue One, yeah. Yeah, and they just announced, too, with Felicity Jones, and they just uh, went over her character and what the plot is, and I'm being very vague because I don't want to spoil it for Steven, but <laughs> Thank you. you can look it up. They released, um, well, I guess like a 10-second leak of the teaser trailer came out, and then they talked during the Star Wars celebration about what the movie would be based on and things, so... Pretty interesting. That's exciting. I also, what, what's the? I don't remember if it already started the the story told by the droids. I think it was going to be a cartoon. Oh yeah. On Disney. Oh. oh yeah, they're going to tell like the original trilogy from the droids. From planet. the droids. Oh, oh right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Cool. I am that. really that's hilarious. That's going to be amazing. I really. I Tanya's already like, I'm in. Let's go. Done. I like. I'm sorry, but you, you have know. the rest of your year planned out. I do. <laughs> Tanya's like, can I pre-order it already? You're like, yes. we're gonna find this. <laughs> can you invite me to the pre-pre? <laughs> <laughs> can I help you? Edit I can it? be available at the table read. Uh, yeah. I, I can make droid sounds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been training for this my whole life. Exactly. <laughs> Since I was eight. Okay? Perfect. And I'm a TV producer, so I can edit, sound edit, you know, screenwriting. <laughs> If anyone out there who works on it is watching, Tanya is Tanya. here and ready <laughs> to work for probably pennies. <laughs> for free. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think, I think we can leave it there. That's, uh, that's all the time we've got for uh, this Cravecast. Um, so much more than what we've covered in the last 45 <laughs> minutes is on um, CNET.com slash Crave. All of uh, Caitlin's wonderful coverage of Game of Thrones and the rest of the Crave crew as well, as well as um, Tanya's essay on the Star Wars trailer. It's all there, cnet.com slash crave. So check it out as usual. Um, for uh, Leslie Katz, Tanya Gonzalez, Caitlin, Caitlin Petrakovic, Stephen Beecham, and Jeff Sparkman, I'm Eric Mack, and we'll see you next time. That was Thanks. great. That was great. Bye. <laughs> Adios. See you later.